This is the Amstaff podcast, a podcast about eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and diet culture. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 5 of season 3, we are talking about your eating disorder on a vacation trip. So guys, welcome back to a new episode, and this time we're in Greece. And it's a little bit strange, and I'm keeping my voice a little bit more lower because I'm in the main hall recording this because my friend is asleep in the room and I didn't want to bother her. But we are in Greece, and we are in a very fancy luxury hotel. We is a friend of mine and I. And today is Saturday, so I'm recording it on the day that I normally post it. And we're going to talk about how you deal with your eating disorder during vacation. The thing is, is that nowadays I do not have an eating disorder that is coming with me on vacation, but because of going here and it kind of looks a little bit like Brussels here, I really vividly remember the time that I did went on vacation with my eating disorder in 2014 in Brussels. And I actually did went with it as well in 2018. But that was a little bit different. It was more on the binge spectrum. And in 2014, it really was more on the anorexia spectrum. So very different types of eating disorders. They do uh, have a certain connection with each other. But I wanted to zoom in on, at first, the one in Brussels, the anorexia version. And then later on, the 2018 version, the binge eating. Um, What is a good thing to start out before I start zooming in on that because these are learning moments actually still for myself but also for you but before I start with them I think it's very very important to know that if you go on vacation and you think that you can leave your eating disorder behind in your country um, it's not the case your eating disorder is like shampoo you pack in in your suitcase and take with you or like your phone it will travel with you so you cannot just leave it at home and think you will not be bothered by it on your other you know location where you're going to it just doesn't work that way although i wish it could work that way because i also was in the belief that once i go on vacation i will be so happy and have such a good time that i will maybe not you know be bugged by it but what i would ever you know do either it was very fun maybe less fun or neutral it wouldn't go away and that is one of the first things that i wanted to address in this podcast you cannot travel away from your eating disorder it's that hitchhiker you never wanted to pick up in the first place so that's out of the way now let's look at the second thing and that is that actually going on vacation how you know cool it sounds for a lot of quote-unquote normal people people with an eating disorder can get a lot of anxiety because of it what am i going to eat where am i going to stay what is the time differences how many hours apart do i need to eat Uh, will there be you know the same rhythm of food the same food structure or do these people only eat two times a day well i'm used to eating six times a day for example so it was very very stressful also for me but i'm guessing for a lot of people that i'm listening this as well it can be very stressful so that conflict in your head is consuming a lot of energy and also is taking you out of the moment where you are basically either you are in rio de janeiro brussels uh, germany kenya it can be very stressful 
So to make sure that that doesn't becomes a very, very big part of your vacation, I would say do a little bit upfront work, check out, for example, you know, what the time differences is, what is the food culture, if that can give you a little bit more relaxation in your mindset. For example, you know, if you're getting breakfast in a hotel, check out what the breakfast options are, if that can calm you down. Some people still cannot be calmed down with that. And then, yeah, then it's going to be quite hard because it really is a mindset thing. And no, at least, you know, this helped me out for quite often. Um, if other people can do it and they do not gain a bun- bunch of weight, so can I. So maybe these are like um, soothing words for you as well, because it really helped me back in the day to calm a little bit down. And knowing again, and this maybe sounds a little bit strange, a lot of people with eating disorders have a lot of knowledge about food so it's kind of strange that you're so nervous while you know so much about food or at least the calorie content so know that you have that knowledge with you know that you will possibly abuse that because that's often the case but also know that it can be in your advantage to have less anxiety although i do not promote using that knowledge often it could be a good thing for these social situations and settings so maybe look up you know what are you going to deal with get some rest out of that that you know what is coming ahead and try to see which options are there for you so you can calm down so you at least have that part covered so the food culture and the breakfast of the hotel if you have breakfast of the hotel of course Another thing is, but this really depends on which part you are, you know, in your recovery. If you are very underweight or really are dealing with binge eating, it can be very handy to take that structure that you have from home and apply it when you are on vacation. So even if other people, you know, are only eating three times a day, two times a day, because maybe they're in a warm country and do not have, you know, that much of an appetite, it can be very handy to apply the same structure. So if you're used to three times a day, you know, having main meals and two snacks, apply that. And know, and this helped me a lot to say, okay, uh, they're not in need of that, but you know, they don't have an eating disorder, so I need this amount of food. So that can help a lot to, you know, bring back your senses again when you're getting triggered by other people and the amount that they're eating. So now I'm gonna zoom in a little bit on that Brussels part that I was talking about at the beginning because I'm going to take you in two time uh, phases. The one was in 2014, uh, going to Brussels for a few days, having you know those anorexia types of um, yeah, vibes. Uh, I would almost say in Dutch trekjes, so uh, leaning towards it or having it. And the other one will be 2018, where I'm at the wedding of my sister and I'm dealing with binge eating. So (laughs) both are not ideal, but it gives you a little bit of a few of a time lapse, how long it took for me to recover. And in that case, I would like to say, you know, don't be ashamed of it if it takes longer for you to recover. Some people are ready in two years, other people take 20 years, some people take seven years. So it really differs per person. But let's zoom in on that Brussels moment. I went away for three days and in those three days, I really felt those control anxiety coming up. I was over exercising because a lot of us, you know, we think, 
when we go on vacation, our structure is gone, so we're going to gain weight because the breakfast options are different, we're eating out, and I really compensated it with sports. So I was either doing exercises in my hotel room or I would be walking a lot through the city just to make sure that I was burning a lot and have a set amount of calories that would be, you know, good. And if I would go over that, of course, I would be training more. And looking back at that, you know, the, the, the fact that I can remember that so vividly just shows how not happy I was with that because I knew what I, what I was doing was wrong and wasn't sustainable. And it's not fully ruined my vacation, but it did, did, you know, had a big part of it because I can vividly remember that part and it's not a good thing. Nowadays, when I'm on vacation now here and in Greece, I do not have that actually at all. So that makes it very different thing and you feel a lot more relaxed at the end of the day. So what would I recommend for people that are dealing with that in that social or that in situation? Please talk about it with the other people that you are with so they can keep an eye on you and you can make with each other, you know, clear um, what we say again in, in English. I want to say in Dutch afspraken, but in English make with each other, you know, certain rules and regulations so they can keep an eye on you and you, you know, you're accountable to what you made as a deal with each other. So maybe it's not, you know, only an hour in the gym daily. Let's uh, do the half on it with the foot, you know, and take the cap for other things. So you're the triggers around you don't make you overcompensate big time and you can still enjoy and you're not only compensating the whole vacation. So really talk with other people you are on vacation with and set rules, set boundaries to diminish or you know keep those um, compensation skills under control. Secondly, uh, when I would be zooming into the binging and that would be 2018, uh, like I stated, it was the vacation that I had to my sister's wedding. So I was in Utah and I still was dealing with binge eating. And I really thought, you know, when I go on vacation, maybe this binge eating will be gone because I am with new people around me. So I couldn't be binging, right? Well, I was <laughs> hella wrong and it still did happen. A little less frequent, but it still happened. And one of the things that I think was the best for me back then, and I hope it maybe will be something you can apply as well, is still eating, having a base that is kind of similar to home. So that means that you'll go into the supermarket. For me, it would be like something like yogurt, fruits and nuts. I find that as a base as breakfast and just have that regular meal schedule that you have in your own country to keep those binge urges low. And that would be very, very helpful. Other than that, it would be very helpful also to eat or take little bits of pieces of food you really like there. Because I had that there were a lot of products that I wanted to try that I knew that came from America and were very expensive in the Netherlands. And I couldn't, you know, if I would buy them here, or here in the Netherlands, they were very expensive. So I really wanted to try them. Only the moment that I tried them, because it would be cereals or something, you know, like candy, sweets, I would binge on them. So I think it would be a very good thing if I look back at that, 
just to say to my mom, you know, I want to try this, but I'm afraid I'm going to binge. So could you like weigh out a portion for me, give it to me and just take the bag away. So really include other people as well to keep it under control so you can still enjoy your vacation and not be too worried about a structure or be binging and, you know, walking on eggshells all the time. Because basically that is binging, walking on eggshells, afraid for the next binge, then it happens, then you feel shitty and then the cycle starts all over again. So make sure you get that intake well, so eat enough, eat regular, make your environment aware of the fact that you're binging make you know have somebody that's accountable that can help you out with maybe snacks and stuff you want to try but don't want to binge on and that could make your vacation much more enjoyable when you have an eating disorder like binge eating so i took down the anorexia and i took down the binge eating as an example for this podcast episode I didn't really chose bulimia mainly because I am not fully experienced with that. Um, but I do believe there are a lot of people that still have the urge to, you know, overcompensate that way on vacation as well. And I think just like the other one, because there's some certain, you know, I hope you see its correlation in those two, and maybe you know this third one that I'm saying is that you need to get your environment involved. You know, people you can trust in that vacation setting so they know you're struggling and they can help you out so same when if you want to overcompensate with food make somebody aware of it um i'm thinking did i forgot something oh yeah i forgot one thing and that is of course body dysmorphia on vacation because we are all hyper focused on how we look and it can really kill our fun when we want to go either swimming at the beach or swimming at a pool or maybe even wearing shorts, stuff like that. And the thing is, and I'm just gonna take again, you know, me as an example. I haven't swum, swam, swam, I don't know which word it is, for over three and a half years because of my stretch marks. So this is the first vacation again that I'm in a bikini and I'm swimming again. So it was kind of, you know, nerve wracking, exciting for me as well. And before I went on vacation, I was thinking about it, you know, who, how will it look and will it suit me? And even, you know, after so many years of eating disorder, it's still normal for a female or male to have, or non-gender, to have a certain, you know, vulnerability on some, some topics. You know, you're human at the end of the day. But I did try it and at the end of the day, nothing really happened and I just could, you know, swim. I even, you know, my stretch marks went, became better because of the sun. So it's only a win-win situation. And it's something that I've learned way back in the past and I still say this to myself because I've seen it so many times. A lot of people are so busy with themselves and how they look, they do not pay attention to you because we're also self-consumed. And normally I wouldn't say that's a good habit to have, but because we have it with specifically going out, you know, for the beach and wearing swimsuits, it's a good thing to have because we're so busy with ourselves that we don't judge other people directly. And for the people who do do that, they're just dicks, but mostly we're so busy with ourselves that there's no place for other people you know, so that we can judge. So on that quote, I would like to say, just go out and swim, go out and wear those shorts or sleeves, you know, for people who maybe cut themselves, wear the short sleeves, t-shirts, and just say, fuck it, you know? And if people have questions, just ask, and they're like curious, just tell them how it is. 
and mostly they're so like astonished that you really answered that fully like that and without any shame that they learned something from that moment so I think this is the end of the podcast I hope you've learned a little bit about you know how to deal with yourself on vacation and this is the first maybe the last I don't think it's less but podcast episode recorded in Greece enjoy your day Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.